Hello and welcome to T4L Kids Magazine. This is issue 15, term 4, 2023. And this is the Build Your Own Business Edition, where we have six tech tools to power up your business. We're going to show you how to create a budget, understand your customer, and maybe you love dogs and you could start a dog walking business. You get to meet the Bangadira Barbers. Our main image of the title cover is of a smiling young girl with her very adorable puppy. And this is a New South Wales government publication. All right, now getting straight into it onto page two now, we have a message from Linda Lazenby, who is the director for Digital Teaching and Learning. Hey there, T4L kids. Have you ever had a genius business idea? Maybe you're planning to build a cake empire. Maybe you want to prototype a dog walking app in your neighborhood. Perhaps you want to be a game designer and use all your skills to create something incredible. This magazine will help guide you to setting up your business and grow your entrepreneurial skills using tech. And don't forget to send us your brilliant ideas and business plans using this link. And moving on over, we have all of the amazing people needed to make this resource. First is our editorial director of Linda Lazenby, our editor, Yvette Pashoglian, contributors, Sandy Phillips, and our designer, Arn Ha. T4L Kids is created on Gadigal land. And for more information, visit t4l.link forward slash T4L Kids. And our second subheading is great T4L resources for your business idea. There are loads of great ideas in these editions of T4L Kids to help you get started. And here we have three back issues that you should check out for your business ideas. And just a little note for teachers. Are you looking for a head start on some lesson plans and tech tools covered in this magazine? Check out our comprehensive teacher's notes that are linked to the curriculum for ideas. And that takes us on over to page three. Now this one is titled, Build Your Business. Get your idea off the page and into the real world with the plan below. Use this design thinking model to research, plan, and build your business. Working with a group means more ideas. Design thinking is something that many businesses use to develop their strategies. First is research and plan. Research your business. What do you want to achieve? Who is on your team? Are you working with a partner, a group, or a class? The government has made a handy guide, which you can check out here, to help you set up a business. Number two is identify and define what makes your product or service special. Identify what your goal is. What are you going to create and build? Define the steps and jobs everyone needs to complete to reach your team goal. Third is test and evaluate with others. Share your business plans, ideas, and designs with your class or other groups. If you've come up with some similar ideas, think about what could set yours apart. Try different tech tools. What works best to help launch your business? And finally, number four is produce and implement. Write, design, record, and create your business plan and set it up. Share and publish your creations. Now that takes us on over to page four, titled Meet Four Kidpreneurs That We Love. Now these kidpreneurs or kid entrepreneurs 
have set up fantastic Aussie businesses. Follow the links and read their stories for inspiration. When she was 12 years old, Andrea Fadesu started Andy Candle Co. to save up for a new computer. Her business has made over $20,000 so far. And here's a link to visit Andy Candle Co. here. Next is Angus Capellan Waters, created Croc Candy as a fundraiser to help others in need. So far, he's made $50,000 and donated most of it to a dyslexia charity. And use this link to check out Croc Candy now. Next is Deshanta DeVoe. Now she started her own business, T and Bell, when she was just 11. T is a First Nations entrepreneur and her businesses, which have included hair products, are founded on reconciliation. And you can visit T and Bell here using this link. And lastly, New South Wales student Abby started her own media company, Her Way, in primary school after getting frustrated with media coverage of women's sport. Her Way now covers women's sport, sells its own brand merchandise, and even supports charities. Abby also made her own sports magazine, with some of the proceedings going to UNICEF to raise support for women's cricket in Sri Lanka. Now, use this link here to check out her website. And at the bottom, we have a Canva genius. Aussie billionaire and entrepreneur Melanie Perkins was only 19 when she started tech company Canva. Canva is now valued in the billions and came out of a great idea to help her school teacher mum create an end of year school book. She is now a CEO, co-owner and billionaire of the tech company. And teachers, listen along with your students to our T4L interview with Canva's vice president, Cameron Adams. And that takes us on over to page five, where we have a glossary, get to know your business terms. First is business plan. Now, this is an outline of your business idea, including financial information to support your plan. Next is revenue, the amount of money you make from your business after you remove all the setup costs. Next is entrepreneur. Now, this is a person who starts a business and is willing to take a risk. How about target audience? This is the audience or group of people you are targeting for your business. Kitchpreneur. Now, this is a young person who starts a business and is willing to take a risk. Next, we have unique selling proposition or USP. The unique aspect of your product or service or the X factor that makes it stand out from the pack. Profit and loss. This is the money you make or lose in your business. Financial literacy. Now, these are skills you need to have in order to organize your own money or your own business. Side hustle. A job you do on the side, i.e. out of school hours. Product or service. Your business will either provide a product or a service that you can charge people money for. And lastly is branding slash marketing. Now, this is the way you spread your message or advertise your product or service. And finally, at the bottom of page five, we have a little subtitle here. Create a business for good. Social entrepreneurs set up their businesses to give back to the community. Would you consider the following? Donating some or all of your profits to a charity or special cause? 
or perhaps sponsoring an event or getting involved in the community. We're already up to page six and this one is titled six great tech tools for starting a business. Now, these are all prototyping tools. First up, the first is Adobe XD, where you can take your idea for an app to the next level using Adobe XD. This tool is especially for prototyping and will help you lay out your ideas for your business and get you thinking about user experience. And here we have a resource where you can watch a webinar showing you everything you need to know about Adobe XD. Next is Keynote. And now this is another great tool for prototyping. Lay out your designs for your app using Keynote and explore how features of your app will work. And it's a great visual tool. Lastly, for the prototyping section is Minecraft Education. Why not design your bricks and mortar store or business in Minecraft? Work out your store's footprint, design different work areas. Now that moves us on to the next section here of our tools, and they are marketing tools. Now first is produce a podcast using Wii Video. Podcasting can help bring listeners to your business. You can also talk about ideas connected to your business. Take a listen to Berry Public School's student podcast for some great ideas. Next is build a website with Google Sites. Now you can build your own website for your business and plan out the user experience. Consider adding contact details, information on your product or service, or even offering bookings and a shopping cart. And lastly, create marketing material with Canva. Create your logo for business cards, gifts, flyers, and posters using this Canva template. And that takes us on over to page number seven, titled Cutting Edge Business. Condobolin High School's Bangadira Barbers recently met Granville High's Barbershop to collaborate on hair projects, exploring cuts like the mullet and the fade. The two school groups shared ideas with each other as well as exploring what techniques they use. A trained barber was on site at Condoblin High School to talk students through the basics of being a barber. Now, don't try this at home. Always ask a family member or a teacher before you attempt to cut any hair. Now, to find out more about the Bangadira Barbers from Condo High, click here. Or the barbershop at Granville High, use this link. And just at the bottom here, we have a little side note. Could you start a barbershop at your school? Who would you learn from? What equipment would you need? How much would you charge per haircut? And where would you have your barbershop? And lastly, how would you promote your business? All right, it's challenge time. We've reached page eight and we've reached our first challenge. Challenge number one, create your business. Canine walkies, the startup scenario. Rani and James want to start a dog walking business, which they are going to call canine walkies. They need to plan how the business will work, including what they need to set up their business, what local competition is in the area, and then build a budget before they launch. Now, number one is research your idea. What is your business idea? Is your goal to make money for yourself, for an organization or charity, or to grow awareness of an issue? Are there other businesses in your local area that are the same? What could your point of difference be? 
what is your USP? Now remember, from our glossary, this is unique selling proposition. Now, if we think about it with canine walkies in mind, the team decides to build a website to manage their bookings. They then decide to prototype a mobile app as their customers will mostly book through their phones. Prototyping the app will help them understand the customer journey. Next is delve into the data. What research have you done on the type of business you want to start? Can we do any research on existing similar businesses? And again, let's think about canine walkies. The team have researched how much other dog walkers charge in their area, as well as how their customers book in. They are going to base their pricing on the market value and see how they can create a unique experience for customers to book in. Now, don't worry, we have some help and resources for you. Thinking about the research section, you could choose a business name that represents you. Try jamming together on a jam board. Whiteboards are also a great way to brainstorm. And when we're thinking about data, maybe you want to create a spreadsheet using Excel, numbers, or sheets to collate your data. Do the numbers work? How much money will you need to make in order to cover your business costs? And thinking about market research now, perhaps you could set a quiz or create a form and ask people if they would use your service or develop your business further. Let's keep this train running and on to number three, where we are building a budget. Now, how much money will you need to start up your business? And this is called startup costs. Once you spend that initial money, how long until you will start making a profit? I.e., how many units do you need to sell? Or services do you need to provide before you make a profit? If we think about this in canine walkies, Rani and James are expanding their business. They need to buy more leads and they also want to prototype an app, which will cost money each month to run on the platform. They also have mobile phone costs to pay. Rani and James also need to work out how many dog walks they need to do before they start making money. Now, here is some resources to help you out for this section. In a spreadsheet, create a column of all your costs involved in starting out the business. For example, do you need to spend money on a square, set up a business or charity? Plan how much business you will need to start making money. And finally, number four, prototype your product or service. If you are planning to build an app for your business, prototype out what the user experience will be for your customer. Remember, you want to make it as easy as possible for them to book or buy your product or service. Now, when thinking about canine walkies, Rani and James want to make their app as easy to use as possible so that their customers book their dog walks. The easier it is for their customer to book, the more their business will grow and the more income they will generate. When prototyping their app, it should be obvious how to book and pay. This could involve a form or a shopping cart. And resources for this section, Adobe XD is a great way to lay out your prototype. Or try the T4L Kids app design and prototyping editions. Below all of this, we have some very cute images of some dog walking, some puppies, and past editions of T4L Kids 
to help you out. Look out, we are already up to challenge two, where here you can take the next step with your business. Just quickly, don't forget to see step four of our design thinking model using this link. Now, first up is the marketing scenario. It's time to let the neighborhood know about canine walkies. Rani and James already have a catchy name for their business. Now they need to create a logo and plan a marketing strategy to spread the word and get new customers. First is design your logo. This is the time to look at your business name again and see if it matches who you are and what your business is offering. Use your logo on all kinds of materials, your website, your app, flyers, and business cards. You can design a logo so that people immediately know your business from its name, color combinations, and images. Coca-Cola has this dynamic ribbon. It also owns this iconic image of Santa. And here we see the classic Coca-Cola Santa. And lastly, Nike has its swoosh, which was trademarked in 1971. Now, a couple of little helping resources for this. You could make a GIF for social media in Canva or create or animate a presentation in slides or keynote. Next is going online. Do you need a website or an app? Or is your business more bricks and mortar, i.e. a real shop or stand like a sausage sizzle? What information will you need to have on your website? Most websites include an acknowledgement of country, paying respect to First Nations owners. Where will you add yours? For more ideas, check out the T4L Kids Connecting with Community Edition. Consider what the user's experience is. Can they find enough information? And how can you convert their interest into a sale? Do you need a booking system or a shopping cart? And a couple more resources here to help you out with this part. Now you can try website design in Canva, or perhaps you wanna build a website in Google site. Now that moves us on over to number three of challenge two, and this is build an app. A mobile app is worth prototyping if you're going online with your business or campaign. Consider the user experience just like you would on other apps you use online. Is it easy or difficult for your customers to use? Are you missing any key information like costs, contact details, testimonials, and others? Now, resources for this section, you can read this issue here of T4L Kids, or perhaps you could watch this webinar on app prototyping with Adobe XD. Now, number four is create a podcast. Some businesses even have short interviews or videos to further explain their ideas. Sometimes a customer needs to experience a finished product or get a better understanding of what you are offering. Now, you could use GarageBand to enhance your podcast with theme music and sound effects, and you can explore the student podcaster modules. Click here to get ideas. And number five is advertise your product or service. Now, you want to choose bright colors and consider fonts and images that relate to your business when designing your logo. What is your strategy to build awareness of your business? Who is your audience and how will you reach them? Do you need to create online ads or a social media campaign? Can you create flyers and put them up on a school or community notice board? Again, resources for this section, you can create a logo in Canva or Keynote. And again, 
we have a link to read this T4L Kids for all the tips you need. And finally, at the bottom of page 11, do you want to hear from a legendary social entrepreneur? Listen to our T4L interview with superstar STEM hero, Corey Tutt. Corey's story will take you through how he wants to change the STEM world in regional and remote Australia. All right, everybody, that's almost it. We're on to the final page, but we have a very special treat for you where you get to meet Pat Naum. Now, Pat is a game developer who has just launched his game about artist Claudier Monet, the master's pupil. This new Aussie game is a hand-drawn puzzle adventure game where you explore the eyes and life of master artist Claudia Monet. The goal is to complete puzzles based upon physics, space, and color, and to assist one of the fathers of Impressionism as he preserves through the personal hardship, loss, and health difficulties. And we have some questions for Pat. First, the master's pupil took seven years to draw. How did you turn it into a game? How did you get the artwork online? It took a lot of trial and error to get the best method down. It started with building the game's pieces in the Unity game engine. I'd then take screenshots of all the shapes, lay them out on Photoshop, print out a set on an A4 page, then I'd carefully paint over the shapes. I then used a film negative scanner to capture the paintings in very high resolution. This took a long time, but it was the best way to get that wonderful painted texture. What skills did you have to learn along the way to set up your business? Way too many to list here, both big and small. But the main ones were learning to code and to use Unity. But specifically for a solo game developer as a business, I had to learn how to use my time efficiently and not get too overwhelmed and burnt out. Now, what advice do you have for budding game designers? Try and enjoy the work. If you're making a game just so you can play it at the end, you're going to have a bad time. I can't have the same experience as a new player as I already know everything about the game. But as a game developer, you get to be the one to make and craft your idea. Game development takes a long time. It's full of hard concepts to learn and problems to solve, but it's so fun. It's fun, hard work. Are there any pieces of tech you can't live without? The internet, I couldn't count how many times I had a problem and the internet saved me. Finding the right article or a tutorial or a forum where somebody else has the exact same problem. Sometimes solving a problem just comes down to how well you can search your problem. It's the main skill of a good game developer. And you can find Pat's game at www.themasterspupil.com or you can play it on Steam, on Windows and Mac or Nintendo Switch. And that brings us to an end of another T4L Kids magazine. This is issue 15. I'm Jacob Druce and you'll hear me next time.